Welcome to the Nude Woman Podcast, your weekly inspiration to help you renew, rebuild, and restore your mind, body, and soul after you've experienced an abusive or toxic relationship. Every week, I strive to provide you with motivational messages and stories from fellow survivors just like yourself to help remind you that there is light at the end of the tunnel. I'm your host, CR, a fellow domestic abuse survivor myself, and I'm glad you've joined me today. Let's dive right in. Hey, 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 guys. So real quick before the show starts, I want to give a quick shout out to all the ladies that have reached out to me via social media, on Instagram, Facebook, um, email, what have you, that want to share their stories to be an inspiration to our listeners. You guys have no idea how amazing that is to me and to those who listen to you know the podcast. People who've never experienced a traumatic relationship or toxic or abusive relationship or whatever, you know, you want to call it on your own, they will never understand how hard it is to be so transparent with your healing and the journey that you went through. They will understand why you stayed or why you allowed certain things to happen because they've never experienced it. So, for you ladies who are willing to share those stories and be transparent and be open, <laughs> I just want to say thank you guys because I feel like by us, and I say us because I, I, of course I'm going to share mine too, but by us being transparent and by us sharing our stories and showing women that there is a light after you've been broken down or that there is a light when you're stuck in the dark or there is a light when you feel like there's nothing else there for you, that there is something more than being stuck in a traumatic or toxic relationship. There is more to life than just sitting out and watching life go by while you're in this damaging relationship. There's so much more, so, 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 so much more. So thank you ladies for volunteering to share those stories. We will definitely be releasing those hopefully soon. Um, so please be on the lookout for those stories. Um, so while I'm talking about stories and being transparent, I realized that I never really talked about what renewed woman actually meant. You know, like I always say renewed woman podcast, renewed woman podcast, but what does that even mean? What does renewed woman even mean? You know? So I wanted to share a post that I made on Instagram and it was like my own, mm, like my own definition of what of what renewed meant to me. And so, if you're not, I repeat, if you are not following me on Instagram or Facebook, then you need to be. Okay, <laughs> go to Instagram and Facebook real quick and go and, and put in Renewed Woman Podcast. Follow, give me a thumbs up, like, whatever you want to do, and make sure you're connected with me because I put a lot of things on there. And you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it if you're not following me. So um, I put a picture up of the word renewed and I put a definition there. Hmm. And I made my own definition. Now, of course, the definition that I shared is not the real definition, but this is how I see what renewed means to me, right? 
So I put renewed and that it's an adjective and that it means having been reestablished or revived after being broken and or damaged from an abusive slash toxic relationship. That's what renewed means to me. When I say I am a renewed woman, I am saying that I was able to reestablish myself after being broken. I am saying that I was able to revive the life that was in me, that thought was dying deep inside, that I was able to restore my sanity that I thought I had lost due to so much trauma you know, from, from what had happened in my life, that I was able to rebuild myself because I was in nothing but pieces after getting out of this relationship. So that is what I mean by renewed woman and being able to help others to become renewed women by helping them to renew themselves, rebuild themselves, and restore themselves. So how exactly was I able to rebuild after experiencing something that was so traumatic, right? How was I able to rebuild myself after being pepper sprayed by, you know, my significant other at the time? How was I able to recover and rebuild myself after having a Sonata Amber Alert for my child? How was I able to rebuild myself after being kicked out and living from, you know, well, not living, like hopping from house to house and being in my car for over a week? How was I able to rebuild? And, you know, I want to answer that question because a lot of the things that I did helped me become the renewed woman that I am now, that I claim myself to be now. So the first thing that I did in order to rebuild myself to become a renewed woman was that I took my time. I took my time to heal. And what time might be for me might be different for you. And what might be time for you might be not, might not have been time for me. You know, when it comes to healing from domestic abuse relationships or toxic relationships, um, situationships that some of you might call it, there is no definite time for when you're going to be okay. There is no time to say, that'll say, hey, I'm going to be healed at this point in my life. There is no time that'll say you're going to get back on your feet at this particular time. There is no way of knowing exactly when or how long that time is going to take. And to be honest with you, while you were in that relationship, time was taken away, right? You've wasted so much time being in this relationship. And so now you're having to learn to to put that same time into yourself. So definitely, definitely taking, just, just being patient during your journey because when you're patient with yourself, you're able to heal better. You're able to see what went wrong and reflect on what went wrong. And it, it helps you to dissect it better when you're taking your time, right? So don't rush and try to heal faster because you want to get back to normal or what you think normal is. No, take your time, you know, and it, it gets better, you know, that way. But rushing to, to heal or to 
get back into society or however you want to call it, it's not good for you because it's all meant to take time, right? Um, another thing that I did was I reestablished my boundaries and my values and my morals. Now, of course, I go to church. I believe in God. You know, I pray. I do communion. I do all those things. But I had lost sight of what my boundaries were. I had lost out sight, salt, huh? Lost sight of my morals, my values, because when you're in an abusive relationship, whether it was physical, mental, emotional, financial, what have you, your values are no longer yours. You develop the values of your abuser, of your narcissist. And so you lose like you lose sight of all the things that you said you would never put up with. Like, I'm never going to be with a cheater. Or I'm never going to be with a man that hits me. Or I'll never be the man that does this or does that. And you realize that at the end of it all, you did exactly what you said you wouldn't do, right? You said you weren't going to have, you weren't going to do this. You set this boundary for this and none of that happened, right? You did every single thing that you said you weren't going to do. And so after you've gotten out of that situation, that is the time to redraw those lines. Get that stick and draw that line in the dirt and say, hey, this is the boundary and I'm not allowing anything to cross that boundary. For example, for me, a big boundary that I developed due to traumatic relationships or abusive relationships was that I was no longer living with a man unless I was married to him. And many people don't understand why I would do that after the fact because um, I have kids and I've lived with I've lived with a man before. But here's the thing. What I noticed was that it wasn't the fact that I was living with them that makes it wrong. It was what happened. I let down my, I let go of my guard. I got rid of my boundaries and a lot of things happened in my life that I wish hadn't happened. And a lot of it damaged me and it left me broken. And so because of that, after getting out of those relationships, because yes, I've been in multiple relationships where they've been toxic or abusive, um, I decided to reestablish that boundary of not moving in with a man unless I'm married to them. And I stand firm by that. And some people to this day still don't understand why I have why I have that boundary and why I'm so strong about it. But you have to understand when you are trying to protect yourself and keep not keep yourself guarded, but protect yourself from repeating the same patterns of your past. You have to set boundaries and you have to stand by those boundaries no matter how others are going to feel about it. You stand firm on what you think is right for you. And so I'm not saying, okay, now listen, I'm not saying that you should not move in with other people. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that's what I have to do for me, right? I have to set up, I had to set up new boundaries and that is not living with people or another man unless I'm married to them. You know, and it's going to feel weird to uphold that boundary, right? Whatever that boundary is that you that you would create for yourself, it's going to feel weird. It's going to be different. But over time, like I mentioned before, number one, taking your time, it's going to become natural to you. It's going to be just another, like another day. It's not going to be something you even think about. It's just going to be, it's going to come natural, right? 
So um, like I said, one, take your time to reestablish those boundaries. Number three, and this is going to be a toughie, <laughs> right? Number three is forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself. Now, I'm not saying that not to forgive the person that damaged you or hurt you because, of course, what they did was wrong and the hurt they caused you, the damage they did, the guilt, shame, the fear that you're trying to deal with right now, of course, all of that deserves a sorry and you know an apology. But you have to apologize to yourself. You have to forgive yourself because at the end of the day, just like me, we decided to be in those situations. We decided to stay. We decided to, to deal with it, to make excuses for it, to tolerate the things that we went through. And so when you get out of it, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and really look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, self, I forgive you for allowing this to happen to you. I forgive you for allowing this man to beat you when you know it was wrong. I forgive you for allowing that man to continue to cheat on you even though you know you should have left after the first time. Or I forgive you for allowing your children to see you in a horrible relationship knowing that they're going to remember that and that it could affect them one day. You have to forgive yourself for the things that you tolerated, that you de- that you dealt with at that point in your life because you're making strides to become somebody new. But you can't be somebody new if you can't let go and forgive the old. You may never get the forgiveness or the, or not forgive, the, the apology that you need from this other person in order to forgive and move forward. And that's the sad reality. But it's not about getting an apology from them. It's about forgiving yourself so you can move forward with yourself. Moving forward with yourself and who you want to be. Freeing yourself because at the end of the day, you survived. You made it through. You overcame the situation. You overcame the relationship. You are now in a better place in your life where you don't need that person anymore. So now all you have to do is forgive yourself and move on. Now, I recently watched this video with Lisa Nichols, and I'm pretty sure I butchered her name already, but she mentioned in one of her interviews that when she was dealing with the things that she was dealing with, she did three things every morning. She would look in the mirror and say, what she was committed to doing, what she would forgive herself for doing, and what she would apologize for doing. Um, something like, I apologize for, I, no, I, I, I'm sorry for, I forgive you for, and I commit, I commit to you. Something like that. Um, I'm going to definitely have to put that video up um, in the description so you guys can see that later. But when she says that, that hit home for me because... That was hard for me to do as well, to look in the mirror and say, hey, Tiara, you know, I forgive you for making those mistakes. I forgive you for being in those horrible relationships in front of your children at such a young age where that could have influenced them in the future, you know, and I commit 
to you, Tiara, that I will never allow that to happen again. Do you know how hard it is to look yourself in the face and say those things to yourself? Do you know how hard it is so hard to say those things to yourself? Like, guys, you have no idea. And you're going to get emotional and break down and cry about it. But that is super hard. And so that but that's what has to be done, right? You have to take your time. You have to reestablish your boundaries and then you have to forgive yourself. Another thing that I did in order to become the renewed woman that I am today is that I seeked knowledge. I um, So if you don't know, I am a psychology major. Um, I have a degree in psychology. And so I studied, you know, the way that we think and the way that we, we behave and why. And so I, like I said, I went to school and I got a degree in psychology, which only helped a little bit because I ended up getting into another bad relationship afterwards. But um, I wanted to know why we behave the way that we behave. Why do we think the way that we think? Why do we move the way we move? And so I wanted to know more. I wanted to know what influences those kind of things in us. You know, what influences a person to say, hey, you know what? Even though this person cheated on me, I'm going to put up with it anyway. Like what drives that? And I don't mean just loneliness. Like, of course, we don't want to be alone. But is that the sole reason why we're dealing with these things? Are we putting up with these things in our lives? Is that the sole thing that's driving us into these abusive relationships because we're afraid of being alone? Or is it because it's something that we've learned or something that we've been conditioned to because of previous situations we've seen in our childhood? And so seeking knowledge, trying to understand why you allow that into your life and getting to the root of it. Where is this coming from? Where is this stemming from? How can I change this? How can I make prevent this from happening again? Seeking knowledge that you didn't know before, right? Because knowledge is power. I don't know, you guys probably heard that before, but knowledge is true. Knowledge is power. Like to get to become a new person you have to gain more knowledge about the things that you didn't know, the things that you weren't aware of. You got to seek that knowledge, right? So again, let me back up. <laughs> so one, take your time. Two, reestablish those boundaries. Three, forgive yourself. Girl, just forgive yourself. Four, seeking knowledge that you were not aware of before. And the last and final thing that you can do to become a renewed woman is take back your story. Like I mentioned before, the ladies that are willing to share those stories in, um, in our podcast, they're taking back their story. They're, they are erasing the false stories that are put out into the atmosphere about themselves or about uh, women who have dealt with abusive relationships. They're taking that power back. And they're putting it out into the, they're, they're taking it back and putting it out into the world to change the story, to help others understand what it's like to really be in the, to, to, to be in the face or the, the, the life of someone who's experienced a domestic or toxic relationships. And I know that might sound a little weird, but it's something that you have to do. You have to be able to look at where you are now and take back your story take back the power that was taken from you by your abuser because they're going to tell you all kinds of things they're going to tell you that it was your fault that 
you caused it and that there's nothing you can do to change it. And they're going to really try to heavily damage you with these words, right? They're going to try to get into your head, but don't let that keep you in a place where you're just damaged or that you think you're damaged goods. You have to take your life back under your control. You have to take back the love that you thought was in this person. You got to grab it and put it within yourself and find it within yourself. You got to find that self-esteem again. You got to find that self-respect, the self-worth, self-value, self-care, self-respect. You got to find all you got to take. You have to take all that back because you lost it then, but you're rebuilding now. And so you need to grab onto all of it now. You have to start taking the strides and the steps that's necessary and share. Now, this last step is a hard one. It's probably the hardest one. I know I mentioned forgiveness was hard, but being able to take your story back and share your story is the hardest thing to do. And let me tell you why. And I'm not going to get emotional when I do this, but let me tell you why it is very hard to share your story. It's hard to share your story because one, people will judge you based off what you said. Why? Because there's going to be some people who know who you're talking about, even if you don't put names to it, right? So you're going to have those people judging you. You're going to have people asking 10 billion questions. Why did you do this? Or why did you do that? You're going to have people painting a negative image of yourself, You're going to, of, of who you are. You're going to have people trying to manipulate and twist the things that you're saying. You're, it's, it's, you're going to have people that are not going to understand and they're just going to penalize you for it or judge you off of it. It's, it's very, very, very hard to share your story. And, but, but that's also... The, what's necessary to heal, being able to be transparent, being able to be open and accept that this is your story. This is a part of who you are. This is what has helped make you who you are. And again, you know, when it comes, like I said, you, it, it's, it's going to take time, but there's there's no, how can I put it? There's no definite time frame on when to share your story there's no time frame for that says you have to go through the healing process point a to point b there's no like there's no guidelines to this y'all there's no guidelines to this and you know it's it's all it's it's all depending on you it's all depending on how long you want this journey to last or how long you want this journey to take. And so, like I mentioned before, it took me 10 years, 10 years to finally let that part of me go. And I'm not saying that I've been in, you know, bad relationships for 10 years because that would mean I was like, what, 19? Well, let me say over 10 years. I've, I've dealt with domestic abuse and toxic situations since I was a little girl. So if you want me to be honest, I've been dealing with domestic abuse and toxic situations since for, for 20, for, for 20 years now. And that's, I, but I didn't start healing, like completely healing until about mm, three years ago, about three years ago, I decided that enough was enough. And then I was ready to do what was necessary 
to become renewed, to become reestablished, to live again, to show my children how to live again, to show them that there's more to life than their mom crying and being upset, that there's more to life than them watching certain aggressive conflicts happening in front of their faces. You know, I experienced that when I was young and I promised myself that I would never allow my children to do, to, to not to do, but to see such things. And because I was in those situations, they did. And to this day, I completely feel horrible as a mother that they experienced some of the things that I, you know, was going through at those times. But because I decided enough was enough and I, and because I decided that I was ready to take the, the strides and, the, and do the work that I needed to become a renewed woman, you know, for them, now they can they see what a, a strong woman looks like. Now they see what a strong mother looks like. They get to see me smile. They get to see me doing the best that I can in, in life. They get to see me, you know, helping others. They get to see the positive aspects of life instead of seeing the negative aspects. So this is what I want to ask you. If you're still listening, I want to know, are you ready are you ready to be a renewed person? I don't say person. Are you ready to be a, new, a renewed woman? Are you ready to put that time in to reach your final destination? Are you ready to reestablish those boundaries that you lost like that you lost your grasp on? Are you ready to redefine what those boundaries are and sticking by them no matter what or no matter who comes your way trying to knock them down? Are you ready to forgive yourself for allowing things to happen in your life? Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we do not control people. We control ourselves. And we played a part in these situations. We decided to stay. We, we decided to forgive. We decided to keep moving forward with these people. And all it did was make us damaged and hurt. So are you ready to forgive yourself for that? Are you ready to seek the knowledge that you didn't know before? It's easy to Google things and look things up nowadays. So are you ready to gain the knowledge about things that you didn't know before? Are you ready? Are you ready to take back your story? To take back your life? Are you ready to take back the control that was taking, taking, <laughs> taken from you? Are you ready? Are you ready to be the person that God meant for you to be? Are you ready to be a woman of high of high standards? And I don't mean just bougie or stuck up. I mean you have these standards set for yourself and you are not letting your standards go. Are you ready to be the person that you can be proud of, that your children can be proud of? Are you ready? <laughs> it's funny because as I'm saying this, like I'm I'm hearing in my head, I am ready. I am ready. <laughs> Only because I teach kindergarten and we do this pro this pro this test where they have to say I'm I am ready. But are you? <laughs> are you ready? Because I know I was. Are you? <laughs> now, if you're someone who's not exactly sure if they're ready to take those strides and to move forward with their life um, at this particular moment, what I need you to do is I need you to text the word affirmed A F F I R M E D to 
one so that you can get messages and reminders from me so I can keep you on track, help you stay on track. Now, of course, this is completely free and you don't have to do this, but I purposely made this text description group just so that I can always remind women of who they are and what they're capable of and to keep them and to help them have a positive start to their day. So if you are someone who needs this positive kick in the morning, make sure you text, again, affirmed, A-F-F-I-R-M-E-D, to 346-384-8601. Also, like I mentioned before, make sure that you're following me on all social media platforms. Um, on Instagram and Facebook, it's the same username, at Renewed Woman Podcast. Also, I am on Clubhouse as Renewed Woman, Renewed underscore Woman. So make sure you connect with me on podcast, on um, the podcast, ha, on um, Clubhouse as well. Also, you can support the podcast on buymeacoffee.com slash Renewed Woman Podcast, where you're able to make donations to the podcast and to show us some love. Um, I want to be able to use those funds to help other women, um, to get on their feet and to you know reestablish themselves after they've dealt with a, a traumatic or abusive relationship so definitely click the link in my bio to um support the podcast remember that you can do anything that you set your mind to and that you do and that you do not have to settle for any and, and for any relationship that's not good for you make sure you guys stay blessed and i'll talk to you guys soon